Your financial mission, should you choose to accept it, is to achieve financial clarity. New Intel suggests that bad financial actors are constantly filling the landscape with misinformation and other barriers and obstacles, leaving you with limited time to make the right choices for a successful financial future. To make things easier, we've chosen your team for you. Financial Commander Janine Theus will help lead you to success. As always, should you avoid the excellent guidance you're about to receive, you'll be disavowed. Also, this message will self-destruct in three seconds. Three, two, one. You're listening to Your Financial Mission with Janine Theus of Theus Wealth Advisors. Janine, how are you today? Good. Doing great. Well, that's good. Had uh, a good uh, week. Things going swimmingly well this summer for you? Oh, yeah. Just it's hot and humid right now, so uh, I'd love to be hitting the pool more. (laughs) I'm busy working. (laughs) Wouldn't we all? That's for sure. Well, on this edition of the Financial Mission Podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to take some questions from around the area. We get uh, email questions sent in to the website. If you'd like to submit one and you want to ask Janine a question, you can, of course, you can call her if you'd like to, or you could also uh, go by the website and submit one in. TheusWealthAdvisors.com, but you can also just give her a call too if you need to touch base or talk about things or if something's changed or you want to ask a question or whatever the case might be, reach out to them at 443-718-6311. So our first question that we got uh, for this week's show on the mailbag here is from Joey and Joey is in Elk Ridge and Joey says, hey Janine, what percentage of my current income should I plan on needing once I retire? I've heard a lot of different theories on this. Well, if you do your calculations based on the old method, they used to tell people to depend or to calculate about 75 to 70% of you know, current income. What that doesn't take into account is inflation and taxes. And today people are living much longer. I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but two thirds of the people that have ever been in all of human history, 65, are living today. Wow. So if you're healthy at 60, the actuaries are saying you're going to live to 92. There's a good possibility. So if you're saying to me, I make in this area, let's say it's $150,000 and I'm going to retire next year and you're going to live on, let's say, 80, I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions about what it's currently costing you to live. Because if you look at the numbers and factor in inflation and taxes and cost of living around here, especially in the um, D.C. metro area, it's going to probably cost you about 30% more over time. So what a lot of folks have trouble calculating is, am I replacing my income or a piece of my income? And how am I going to structure that income? Where's it coming from? Most folks have not calculated what that bucket of money needs to be to replace a current income. Yeah, you know, a lot of times, I, this question may, always makes me think of, and this one's a little different, you put, you put what percentage of my current income, but I kind of equate that with those questions that we get a lot in this industry of, you know, do I need a million dollars to retire, or do I need two million dollars to retire, or whatever the case might be, and a lot of times it's like, it's not necessarily that dollar amount that you should be thinking about and stressing about, it's more how much are you spending monthly, or how much is your projections to be spending monthly in retirement, and how much income 
do you have coming in? It's all about the income because you're no longer receiving a paycheck, right? Right. And so one of the uh, assignments, if you will, is calculate what it's currently costing you to live. What are your bills now? And granted, if you're if you're going to retire and you're contributing to a 401k, well, you're not going to contribute to a 401k that kind of money when you retire. But is that amount of money going to be available to spend? So if you don't know what it's costing you to live right now, how are you going to project what it's going to cost you to live in retirement? I'm assuming if you stay in the area and all things being the same, it's going to cost you the same amount. (laughs) (laughs) Then you need to, you need to calculate that. And a million dollars, honestly, if if it's properly allocated, is going to feed about, eh, let's say $45,000 a year. And that's, you know, a little over 4%, but your, your portfolio needs to be properly allocated for it to be able to do that. Right. A lot of people have no idea if they, they have stuff and it's everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) A collection of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. A collection of things. And they don't know what the risk is or what the expected return should be. So those are factors that do influence what your income is going to be. Well, Joey, there you go. There's some, uh, hopefully some answers or at least some thoughts to your question. Hopefully you'll catch the podcast here. Uh, and it uh, seems like you're a regular listener, so hopefully you'll catch this, and that'll maybe give you some insight or answer the questions a little bit. Uh, another question here from the mailbag for this week is from Michelle. And Michelle is in Dayton. And Michelle says, <laughs> this one's kind of funny. I hear a lot of buy gold commercials on the radio. Buy gold, buy gold, buy gold. And you're also on the radio, so I'm assuming that you have an opinion on this matter. What's your take on investing in gold and other precious metals, Miss Janine? Uh, gold is not a good investment, and that's going to surprise it surprises a, few a lot people. of people. Yep. The long-term rate of return on gold is about 1.6, and if you take into account that long-term, which is 20, 30 years, and then add inflation, you're actually underwater. So one of the commercials you'll hear pretty often is putting gold in an IRA. Guess what? You can now put gold in your IRA. That's probably the worst thing you want to do. <laughs> Because, one, you're going to lose a lot of money. Um, Just to purchase the gold is uh, basically what we call two and 20. There's a 20% commission on purchasing gold Mm -hmm. and a a 2% fee. And by the time you actually get your gold, it's much less than what you started with. And so these folks make a lot of money selling fear. And the truth is, if it ever got so bad that we needed some kind of currency other than uh, paper money, which we all agree on what that value is, Right. then what you would need is butter and bullets. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Not gold. <laughs> you know, I always it's so funny that you bring that up because I always giggle when people talk about that and they say, well, you know, you know, things go to heck in a handbasket. You know, gold's going to be, you know, a way we can trade for goods and services. And I'm like, really? What are you going to do? You got a gold bar? You're going to shave off a small chunk and walk it down someplace and try to trade somebody for a loaf? Of, I just don't see that happening. So No, I mean, people back, uh, well, we've always had money in this country, you know, being money as a barter, but also people barter yeah. goods yeah, and services. Exactly. So that's what happens when you go back to a feudal economy. <laughs> yeah, it's very, yeah, I mean, it's a good point. And do you think sometimes maybe, Janine, that people think about gold uh, in this way because it's no longer the standard that, that the economy was based on? What was in the 70s, I believe, when they switched off of it, right? Right, right, under Nixon. Yeah, um, I wonder if that has something to do with it, maybe. Well, I think pe- people like gold because it's shiny and it's pretty. <laughs> well, that's true, so, which is why Vegas is popular. <laughs> so everybody thinks it's really valuable. Right. I mean, it is in terms of valuable as, a trade piece 
between countries, you yeah. know, in terms of wealth. But for individuals, it doesn't work like that. And the best thing you can do with gold is wear it. I was, so, <laughs> I was getting ready to say, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, wear it uh, as jewelry. Don't try to put it in your IRA for sure. And don't worry about using it as an investment per se. Precious metals, even silver, same thing. Well, Michelle, I would say play the podcast for your significant other and let them know that gold is a good investment for you to wear. (laughs) It's a good investment for (laughs) Valentine's Day and birthdays and uh, holidays and things of that nature. So there you go. Hopefully that helps you out a little bit, Michelle. That's your directive is to get your significant other to buy you something pretty to wear made in gold. There you go. Uh, All right. So our final question here on the mailbag for the podcast this week is from Rebecca. And Rebecca is in Ellicott City. And Rebecca says, for the last two years, I've been telling myself that it's time to get off the investment roller coaster and lock in some of my gains before the market takes a tumble. But every time I'm about to make a change, the market keeps trucking along and things are going really well. So I just kind of keep things as they are. How do I know when I should make a change? Sounds like Rebecca should listen to last week's podcast. Go uh, pull that back up and and listen to The Seven Deadly Sins. (laughs) Well, this is a very typical question because everybody's chasing the return or chasing the return they think they should have or they think the market's going to give them. Instead of having a specific strategy for portfolio allocation with an expected return and risk profile. So when folks say, occasionally I get this, what do you, so is the market going to go up? Yeah. And then it's going to go down and then it's going to go up and <laughs> then it's going to go down. <laughs> That's what markets do. That's the only thing you can guarantee, right? That's right. And in fact, if it didn't do that, nobody would make any money. So it's not that we need the big dip, the big crash, whatever. I mean, there was a specific reason for the crash in 2008, and there was a specific reason for the crash in 2001 and two. But typically, when you look at the mountain charts, you, you get the squiggly line. It's an echocardiogram, really. You have to expect that. So the only way around that emotionally so that you can get off this roller coaster is to have a specific plan and strategy and stick to the plan because you can't just, you know, lock in your gains and then hopefully you're, you're timing the market. Nobody can time the market. And again, uh, prices in the market move on news. And I don't know anyone that knows news ahead of time. But when should somebody make a change is what's happening in your life? What's your time horizon? Are you, when are you going to retire? What do you expect for your, how long are you going to be in retirement? Right. What are all the other decisions you need to integrate into that portfolio decision? Well, you know, it's one of those things I think where, as you said, nobody has a crystal ball. And if they do, I know a few advisors that actually do keep a crystal ball in their office, but it's to illustrate the point that it doesn't work. <laughs> so, right. Right. you know, you, you really, I mean, like you said, really sitting down, uh, making sure that you're working a plan, you have a plan in place that's geared towards you and really working through that is really going to be your, you know, your best bet. So that would be the mission, if you will, is to make sure that you're keeping that plan active, up to date, working with your advisor and things change in life and to communicate that and work your way through that. But that's going to be our show for this week. You've been listening to Your Financial Mission with Janine Theus of Theus Wealth Advisors. You can stop by the website, theuswealthadvisors.com. 443-718-6311 is the number to call. If you need to talk with Janine, 443-718-6311. Janine's the CEO and the founder, as well as our financial commander here on the show. So, Janine, thanks as always for being on the podcast with me, and I certainly appreciate your time and your wisdom. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time here on Your Financial Mission 
with Janine Theus, the financial commander at Theus Wealth Advisors. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.